2: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Forever. Dog.
0: I'm here with my favorite guest, person, traveler. Um just I, I have nothing, but I don't actually know a bad quality that you possess. I don't know a single negative thing about you and that it might you might be the only person that I can't call. Something negative about, and that's where I go to first, Brian. You know that.
1: I understand. No, of of course. There's listen. There's got to be some things I I let my sister trample all over me. I mean, there are many things that we. Well,
0: I witnessed that firsthand. Wait, I'm going to continue speaking as though we didn't just stop to fix sound because. Listen,
1: we immediately started and then immediately stopped.
0: Well, that's what I do. (laughs) That is how I conduct business. And if you're not in the mood, you can take your beautiful bed bench and see yourself out look at that bench
1: i'll never forget it michelle i walked into west Elm and i said i wanted a bench at the end of my bed and she said she was funky 50s flirty and she said (laughs) look she said look do you want a bedroom bench or do you want a dining room bench that you can put in your bedroom
0: hold on a minute let me yeah. say something. That's what we call an innovator.
1: Innovator.
0: I had a Tumblr account for like seven minutes called Fat Girl Hacks, where I <laughs> taught people how to make already fattening foods fattier and more delicious. <laughs> for example, my number one example for that is like uh, when you get a Crunchwrap Supreme, you add spicy ranch to it. Most people would think it's gooey enough. I say not gooey enough.
1: Fantastic. Put
0: some spicy. But I feel like she hacked your bedroom.
1: She knew it immediately. She also Mm -hmm. picked out this rug. And it even got to the point where we were checking out and she brought me to the counter, which I always appreciate. I do like that. Me too. When they kind of guide you there. And the manager was working behind the counter and the Mm -hmm. manager said – whatever her name was. Cindy, did you pick this stuff out? This is going to go great in his bedroom. i have never even (laughs) met that person. It was really, everyone was so thrilled. Let me
0: introduce your name. And then I want to talk about West Elm for about seven hours. That's the theme of the show. Um, He is, uh, I, I mean, truly the funniest person I've ever met in my life. And not just the funniest, like the least damaged. You're damaged, but you're not, you're like funny and open and warm and giving. You're not funny and like "Mm," you know what i mean true you get what i'm saying
1: i do get what you're saying and i feel like you're the same way actually you are literally the funniest person in the world michelle we
0: always do this every time we do a podcast together we circle jerk but then i I release and then i can move on with the show so i'm glad that we're doing it at the top Uh, you can follow him on instagram and on twitter at brian safi s-a-f-i and also of course listen to his 1500 podcasts (laughs) you have growing shade is the og i feel with aaron gibson og
1: and then ask Rana is like an advice when i do with uh, my friend rana and then there's an offshoot of throwing Shade called groceries that's coming back next month uh, where we just talk about grocery stores by the
0: way and i don't mean to steal the theme but i literally just wrote down on my paper groceries because i have things to bring up going back Great. to west elm brian yeah. did you know that yesterday i went to the west elm outlet in riverhead new york
1: I didn't know, but I, I'm definitely <laughs> the, the less surprised than I've ever been in my life because you are like the outlet queen. I remember you yeah. wanted to do a couple shows around outlets. I wanted so to what have it,
0: a show called At the Outlets where I just go to the <laughs> outlets and I interview people. That's literally – I'm like, why is that not a show? You
1: it's can't do such, it now. Oh. That should have been on a block with like supermarket suite. Like that should have been on like a lifetime block back in the day. But but it. It's, it should be available everywhere now. Well, it's Look. dead in
0: the water. But um no, I didn't Did actually Did you get anything at the outlet? Let me tell you something. I think because of pandemic more, they're not stopped. <laughs> like usually you walk in and you feel like you're in a Marx Brothers storage closet. Like there's so much shit there <laughs> that you're like, oh no, like any minute you're gonna be lost. you know. Yes. Have you ever have you ever sued a business? Never. Interesting. Have you ever um have, have you? you ever had a business well, have you ever had a business? Give you money? Like, have you ever fallen somewhere yes. and they've given you money?
1: Oh no! Or something I've had like, like that. I've had like a class action thing where AT and T gave me like twenty dollars or something. Oh, that's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nothing too exciting.
0: Um. Well, I one time slipped and fell at the outlets when I was ten. This is a true story at Sawgrass Mills and my by the food court. And my mom immediately called like the president of Sawgrass Mills, and I got like a hundred dollar gift card. And I remember feeling like a champ
1: yeah that's listen you won it was probably the least amount anyone's ever been paid for falling. but for a kid a hundred dollars is a million dollars i
0: was shitting i like ran to the reebok store i was like what kind of pump can i buy you know it's the 90s um and then i and then my mom famously i feel like i've talked about this on your show got bitten by a loose cat at petco and they gave her 1500 bucks
1: wait one i f- don't remember this story is that really happened
0: I go with my mother to Petco. We go to look at the cats. You know, we're like a real cat fam. We love animals. Yes, yes. So, you know, they have it in a weird chamber behind like a window. It's like in its own little area of the adoption. Yes,
1: I've seen that. Yeah.
0: You know, we're big people. We're be size 11 feet. My mother and I, would go in. <laughs> and the girl working there did not tell my mother that there was like a loose Persian in the room. So Judy, who you know, you've never met her though, right? I haven't, but I, right. she is,
1: she's one of the greats.
0: She's been locked inside, by the way, since March. And like at this point is like basically, you know, it's gone Coco the Gorilla, full Coco the Gorilla, like <laughs> smearing feces. Like I don't even know what they're up to. But And she
1: has a cat.
0: Yeah, the best.
1: Yeah. Well, mm. I forget the cat's name, that big, big, beautiful cat.
0: Okay. Well, don't love your tone right there, but her name's me. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous. She's She's, she's the most – I don't like skinny cats. I had a friend who had a skinny cat. No, me neither. You could neither. feel the ribs. I'm going,
1: Uh-uh. Oh, what
0: is this, uh, Paris Fashion Week? Right. Feed it a couple cans.
1: But I do love how a cat every now and then just does a one shoulder thing with their pattern, sort of like mm. a Halston. Have you ever seen that?
0: You mean like a calico that has like a stripe across?
1: Yes. So I do pretty. like that. Yeah. I
0: like, you know what? I like cats that have fun markings. I just love all cats, really. This is, we're going to edit this too. whole part out because, like, I eventually <laughs> like to, like, maybe get married. But uh, anyway, so <laughs> edit this out, Tracy, edit this whole part out. Anyway, uh, I started to cry about how beautiful cats are. So my mom stepped on this cat, not knowing that there was a cat around and it bit her and she drew blood. And, you know, Judy is. Judy's Israeli Karen. She's Karen. You know, she she loves sure. to talk to a manager. You know, she loves, Judy loves
1: She gets it havoc. done. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she's
0: terrifying. My mother is a scary lady. And um, not in a racial way, just in a customer way. Yeah. I'm the customer. That's my mother. Write
1: this wrong. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah.
0: And they sent her a check for $1,500. She called an ambulance. I remember sitting on the curb. Because it was... Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like... I don't know, 17, I was a kid, like a teenager. And I remember just sitting on the curb being like, this can't be happening to me because I couldn't go anywhere. You know what I mean? My mother used to threaten to walk out of Marshalls' with me. Like we'd be fighting, we'd walk in and loudly she goes, I'm leaving. And one time she did leave me at Marshalls. I'll never forget it. Anyway, have you been... Did your mom do that growing up? Was oh, she like that?
1: completely. Completely. Everywhere we went. I mean, it would even just be – through. it was always this. So if she didn't get something fast enough, she'd be like – we would go to the bank, for instance. And she would say – if she didn't get her money fast enough through the drive-thru, she'd be like – look, I hate to call Bob Snow the president of this bank, but I am willing to do it. It was so humiliating. It was so, and she would do that everywhere. She'd be like, we'd go through Wendy's and she'd be like, you know, um, next time just make sure to get it right. I, uh, my husband's a lawyer. So, you know, I'm aware of, it was horrifying. That's really bad. It was really bad. It was like, horrifying. She's chilled a much lot more aggressive. since then.
0: See, to her credit, my mother, her favorite line, like if we went to Bloomingdale's and we had a problem at Bloomingdale's, which was often her line would be to anyone helping her, excuse me, is your last name Bloomingdale's? She'd go, is your husband Mr. (laughs) Bloomingdale's? That's what she would say.
1: (laughs) The one time.
0: Yeah. Excuse me, are you Lord or Taylor? Like she would always, and I'm going, it's not that clever, but she loved saying
1: it. I do have to say that there was um, one time, this is the one time my mom has really defended me in my life. Hmm. I was a chubby kid and we were walking through like Dillard's, which is a Texas. Do you know Dillard's? Yeah, I do because yeah.
0: it's in like West Florida. And like Oh, it is. Yeah, okay.
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. So we were in Dillard's and someone said she was like, uh, where's the boys section? And the the uh, <gasps> the yes, the person in the department store goes, um, do you mean like the husky boys section? And my mom goes, How dare you? I would we She went crazy. You
0: know what? It and happened I was to crying. Me. I was Wait. crying. <laughs> Wait, I actually can't believe I don't I've never told the story because it's humiliating, but like I feel so safe with you and also nothing matters anymore. So here we right. go. I went in Beverly Hills to Neiman Marcus. May they rot. May they rot. Yeah. Needless markup, some may know it. And um they used to have a beautiful evening section there because you know all the ladies of Beverly Hills, and you know I love sure. a gown. Oh, and I they
1: love- have that bar on tap. Oh, gowns are yes. You also wear a gown really nicely it's like really I've nice. seen pictures of you at fundraising events and stuff like that. You always look great.
0: Well, because when I find a gown, I always say that's long enough. You know, my nickname Robert Gowney Jr., Gownton Abbey. I love all of it. <laughs> so I always feel very <laughs> slim. You know, you can it's like drag. You can basically shape your flesh to be beautiful, and then you put like this column shape on it, and it's sure. You You know, I've often said I just wish women could wear gowns everywhere. Like, I don't know why we're limited to like Lululemon when I want to actually look elegant. And you can really never wear a gown even to a wedding. If you show up, let's say in a navy gown, doesn't have to be white, (laughs) could be. No, Um, (laughs) why not? I wish you would. (laughs) Do you know that I kind of once did, and the wedding dissipated in three weeks. I've never talked about this. I'm sorry, I'm giving so much Did you intro. take
1: responsibility for that? Secretly,
0: yes. I'll tell you about that in a minute. <laughs> but I went to Neiman's and I said to the woman, um, excuse me, where is uh, the evening department? And she goes, oh, we got rid of our evening department. And I went, oh, that's too bad. Like I used to love, you know, going and – and listen, I'm a big size, but I could still find in like the biggest size. I could still shop in a store. I believe that's called – are you ready for this? Thin privilege, even though I'm not fun. But I could still shove into the biggest size. And then this woman proceeds to list, she goes, you know, you might want to try these designers. And then proceeds to list, like, three or four gown designers who I know because I'm a good shopper make bigger sizes. But the implication of it, when number one, I didn't ask her.
2: Right. And I said,
0: it was just like, fuck you. I didn't ask you who – I know – First of all, I spend all my money on clothing, and I have nowhere to go. Number, right. two, number one. Number two, I, it really rubbed me the wrong way, and her energy was so condescending. And it was so – and she was a skinny little woman. And I remember thinking, like, I'm sure she's doing this to be nice, but it made me feel like shit. And I actually did complain over the phone because it was like – just – it was wrong. I can't explain yeah, it. It was wrong. I, I, yeah. This was in pre-Karen days. Karens didn't exist, so I didn't know that I was acting in a bad way. She was also like a tiny little blonde lady, so everyone chill. She was the Karen. And, um,
1: you know, what no, but that's them? undoubtedly just like, even if she didn't mean it, the undertone of that is shitty. No, shitty. no doubt. Yeah.
0: And so wait, so I called like the manager who's very nice and he goes, we would love, are you ready for what they offer me? He goes, we would yeah. love to offer you a free lunch. I went lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? like that's what they think is going to appease me. Like a big meal. I was so. <laughs> I, I got double fucked. I was like, how did I now get attacked again when you know uh, why I'm calling in the first place? But um, anyway, so that was the first. What was the other thing I wanted to complain about? I had another thing. Oh, the story. wedding. The wedding. wedding. You just,
1: just, the wedding. That you wore white too.
0: Okay. It wasn't a full. I did wear a full length white wedding dress. background. Wedding <laughs> 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 Well, this wedding was doomed from the start. I will not give names away here.
1: It sounds like it was. Yeah.
0: Well the long of the short is is that i did wear and i admit that it was wrong but i asked a few people beforehand brian i want to ask your opinion okay alter gown white i have a picture of it somewhere and it had like green leaves all over it so it was white and green it wasn't a straight up white dress but i will admit that the background was white is that wrong
1: no i don't think so
0: i didn't either that's why i wore it and yet thinking now i'm like maybe it was a mistake
1: did it look to you? I mean, did it, did people think you Okay, yeah. No, did almost, anyone think you were the bride?
0: No, God, no. But I was, oh, well, the, 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 I the, was the MC of the wedding.
1: So you were you were upfront and said you were you were really showcased more than they were.
0: <laughs> Listen, I make no bones about the fact that I'm one of the worst people alive. <laughs> 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 no, but it turns out she was cheating on him. She was my friend. I didn't really. And get along with him that well. He was fine. But she was cheating on him with a guy from her office. And three or four weeks after the wedding, it came out. And everybody thought that I knew. Imagine, I felt like an idiot too. I'm like, I'm seeing a wedding of a girl who's cheating. I didn't know. And they broke up. And then all of his friends thought that I was in on it. And I'm thinking, how little respect you... Give me that you would think I'd have the gall to stand up and MC a wedding with a girl who's like fucking someone else,
1: you know? I don't understand the pathology of that. Why go through with the why get married if you're already cheating? You know, did she end up with that guy mm-hmm. she was cheating with?
0: Married with kids.
1: Oh, then honestly, maybe it was all for the it right was, reasons. It was worth it. Mm-hmm. Have you
0: ever had. Have you ever, like, had a friend cheat or did you ever know a secret like that that you couldn't tell anyone? It, it, that's such a bad feeling. God. It
1: is a it is a terrible – there's no winning in that situation where, A, where if you know your friend is cheating or if you know your friend is being cheated on, that's a tough situation too. What do you do? Do you tell – you can't <gasps> – I feel, I feel like you really – I don't know. That's really tough. That's really tough. I, I had told a friend that before, and we're not really friends any longer. And I think it just sort of... Began, and they're still together. That's the risky run, though.
0: Wait, this person's together with the person who cheated.
1: Yes, still. Wow. And a fool. and so and a so fool. then you can't remain friends with the person who called it out. You know.
0: Oh God, it's just you know people. We so much is asked of us, specifically you and I. Thank you. You know, just I mean that I really do. Have you? Um, how have your relationships held up throughout quarantine?
1: Exactly how I've wanted them to. This this is about as much contact I need with about ninety nine percent of the people that I even know. Isn't that horrible? And I like those people. I just am fine. I thrive in environments like this where you're by and yourself. I really do. I really do. I always have. And and um, of course, like yeah, I'm antsy and I I miss my regular routine. But like, do I miss going to lunches with people out of responsibility? No, no, and I agree. I, and I am now committed to myself to not going back to that. Even if it sounds rude, just to be like, no, I don't do that anymore.
0: By the way, that means I have no friends left because I think that I was, I think <laughs> I'm an obligational luncher. I feel like when I ask people like, yeah, well, we'll go, uh, yeah, I guess, you know?
1: No way. I I'm really, sad. and I, I know that I do this every time. I really mean it though, Michelle, you are like one of truly people, one of, of like four or five people who I would drop everything and have lunch with immediately. Like you no actually, joke.
0: Even today, we had our timing screwed up because Brian's in LA and I texted you to be like, you know, classic me because I'm always late. My right. lateness has actually um ended friendships, not anymore because late to what? Right. Uh, like jerking off. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Um, but um, but I was like, see you in five. And you were like, wait, I had PT time, and even still, look at this nice shirt you got on. You changed for me. <laughs> Did change. You absolutely changed. Um, and, and you just you look great. You do look also very fit. And I that's another thing I wanted to bring up. I will say, relationship-wise, it's been a little tough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in that I had a very close friendship end. I won't say with who.
1: a very close one.
0: But I almost wonder if, and frankly, it hurt a little bit. It hurt. You don't have to get
1: into it, but because of this
0: situation? I think what I think happened was, I think there were issues already for probably for years, to be honest with you, that uh, slowly were splitting. You know, it's like a door that's growing in the heat. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, yeah. It's
0: like slowly the fissure is there, and then as the time goes on and – I, this particular person also was, um, with a new therapist and I always have a, I have some theories that sometimes, and I, I support therapy and actually, I think that this was actually the right decision thinking about it now at the time it hurt. But, um, I really do believe that sometimes therapists really like to get right in there. So maybe they actually helped. Maybe this was for the it's a very mature thing I'm saying right now. Yeah. But, um, I think that there are problems, but I think that there being nothing else to focus on. There being nothing, no uh-huh. other noise to distract and perhaps also the stress of work and social life and, you know, being single, being in a relationship, whatever your story is, in our case, I think blew up. and But there were things that were like said to me that I don't personally think are true. It was a very strange, very strange experience, like being gaslit and stuff. I'm like, this is wild. But in the end, I think it was for the best.
1: I um I have also been I think reconsidering not reconsidering that sounds harsh but just like evaluating friendships in a Mm -hmm. way that I hadn't before and there is a thing where I almost went down that road with one friend where I was just like you know I don't really love the way you talk to me or the Mm. way you say things to me and then I did just end up bringing it up to this person and, and they were like I hear what you're saying but also like give me the benefit of the doubt a little bit. Like I I think what I tend to do is once I start criticizing something in my head, I make it into something evil.
0: Yeah, of course. Do you know Everybody I mean? does Where, every smart ex- person does that.
1: Really? Yeah. I like hearing that actually. And and it's true. Uh, but but I I I get it and I and also like I have been told things by friends also that that just never have sat well with me and so oh, i don't see? know i just don't blame you for i mean it sounds like it probably was for the best if this I if there wasn't was. a ton of added value i
0: think it was i mean it sucks in certain cases but it's i think overall for the best but i think it's happening to everybody i feel like this is something unexpected obviously this is like truly like somebody dropped an anvil on earth and yeah. said okay like let now things matter You know, and even though almost nothing matters, but everything does, and especially with our relationships, when we can't go to work, we can't go out. You know, it's like now is time—a time to evaluate everything. You know, what happens. You're friends with someone a long time, and all of a sudden you're just like, I don't really need this anymore, and it. Yep. And it's it's a breakup. I mean, literally, it's like breaking up with someone.
1: And a lot of times, I think even like more wrenching. I mean, it can be.
0: (laughs) Well, because yeah, you can't blame. You know, be like. Did I get fat? Is my ass fat? <laughs> That's my Gary Shandling impression, by the way. Yep. Do I have a fat ass?
1: <laughs> really good.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Bring bring it back. Bring back the show, but you play him. You're Larry Sanders in the next that is generation. Such
0: a great idea. The suits will fit. They wouldn't have to redo the wardrobe. They could bring out every Armani suit that he wore, and it would just be a perfect. The lady from Neiman's comes back. She's like, "You might want to try." I hate that lady. Um, <laughs> All right, let's move along. But but you also look very fit. And I noticed I, – I feel like I'm now falling into the trap of like a bad late-night host being like, you look very fit. What have you been up to when uh, you've been working out in quarantine? But you really did look fit before. You lifted your arms. And you know yeah. that this – what is this thing called here?
1: The tricep.
0: Your tricep is – Making an escape, you're Shawshanking. Your tricep is Shawshanking right now. Thank you,
1: thank you very much. What do you my do? entire living room is Rita Hayworth designed, and I'm constantly, <laughs>
0: just constantly holes digging. I'm holes. like, what is going on
1: here? Honestly, it's <laughs> don't remove the posters. It's just holes going to the next room.
0: It it's my the hidden temple.
1: I'm it's like, oh. <laughs> It's my escape plan to get from one room to another in case I'm ever supposed to go. Oh my god! Yeah. Um. I I just honestly it's out of pure boredom that you're truly. working
0: out I yeah. see you're very lucky that you have what sign are you
1: Leo <gasps>
0: oh yeah I'm, I'm I bought a book I want to bring over in a second to talk astrology with you oh I can't I'm wait excited do you believe in it
1: you know uh yeah sure same love you so much I mean healthy skeptic I guess but yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's garbage, but I like it. It's so I fun. like garbage. Yeah. How do I look for my age? Now, you know uh, that my Zoom filter is on. Let me turn it off.
1: And I hate to break it to you, mine is too. Is and it? And I've, never, look I've never looked worse. No, wait, I really- I, worse,
0: Wait, can I turn it off? Yeah. Honestly, it's not horrible, but I have like eye bags. Wait, off. did you
1: turn it off? Yeah. Exactly the same.
0: No, look at first of all, look how bad my makeup is. I just to put so much blush because when you put the zoom filter on, it literally Barbara Walter 2020s the lens. So I have to quadruple. How do the I blush. take?
1: How do you do it? I, mine stop, is on, but how, where do I go? Go to the
0: video arrow, click video settings, and then click touch up my appearance.
1: Okay, video settings. Okay, I love so that taking... they let you.
0: Do you mirror yours? I must because if I don't mirror it, I look like that lady from all the Almodovar movies. I do. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? I like have real Picasso <laughs> face so if I'm not married.
1: Yeah, it was so much worse. I just undid mine, and you can no, see you just look like right. no, you don't understand. It is full Pillsbury pre-baked biscuits like falling <laughs> from my chin. You're an idiot. I don't understand. I won't I'm, I'm, ge- I'm doing that thing where my jaw, like if I don't really, I should start Tight doing it. face yoga or something. And he just well, needs to get it
0: now. Raven Simone taught me a great tip that when you take pictures, you press your tongue against your palate, and it sucks all the under fat. <gasps> You're out. Look kidding? At that. Ready?
1: I read an Hold on.
0: It really works. This is great podcasting. I did Everybody an try it. Everybody try I, it.
1: I read an Olsen Twins interview where they say on red carpets right before they take the picture they say prune. Have you heard it's, that before? Of course. Yeah. It's
0: famous. Hello. Do you do it? Uh, do I do it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I I'm the only thing I do burning. on the runway.
1: The only thing I do on the runway is eat prunes. <laughs> yeah.
0: housewives tagline (laughs) when you find me on the runway i'm not
1: saying prune i'm eating them Uh, i am the red carpet
0: (laughs) (laughs) by the way housewives is really struggling for me this year is it just that we're can i ask a question my name who is my pop culture guru i almost wore a mickey sweatshirt for you that i got Wait, can I bring this over, actually, before we get into house lives? So I was in Virginia a couple weeks ago, and I went to my outlets. Look, I have a disease. I have a shopping addiction, but only outlet malls. I like to compare merchandise. I like to see what the different discounts are. I enjoy it. For me, it's like hunting. It's like antiquing. I just enjoy the process. And I went, you're going to laugh, into a store that I never go into, a Lacoste outlet, because I have, I mean, that's just a mess. A, don't play tennis, and B, what? But I was like, let me pop in, because there was like no other store. And they had, okay, Brian Safi, last time I saw you in person was at, was it at Disney or did we did we see you after that? I think it was. I
1: think I saw you in New York one time after Ooh, that. Yes. in Brooklyn, but, yes. In Brooklyn, yeah. But but before that, yes, it was before, at Disney in Florida. Before
0: that, Brian and I and his lovely sister and um, a fan who worked at Disney took us into Disney World. He sure did. And uh, we didn't make it past Main Street. I think we spent about 48 hours in the hat store and then I was like, <laughs> they're closing. Remember? That's right. We went on one ride. I was like, What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Went on one ride, and then, yeah, it was um, – uh, dude, you got a shirt that said, like, don't at, don't tell – ask me if the churros aren't good because –
0: No. <laughs> but, so what sh- was
1: it was Pinocchio. I got
0: a shirt that I show I, – I don't even know where the hell it is, but I show it at my stand-up show sometimes. It's a hideous blue shirt with yeah. Pinocchio with, like, a 14-inch long nose.
1: Yes, lying. Says, Peak lies.
0: Peak, pinny lie. And he's saying, I'm not here for the churros. <laughs> what?!
1: it's a shirt you know what it's really a shirt you have to think about which i love anything like that there
0: are so many layers to it it's like the inception of t-shirts at disney like so he's here for the churros but what and then then you talk that's by the way that shirt i've realized is the perfect um way to figure out if someone is a true disney dork because if you show it to (laughs) someone who really knows disney and i'm sure these (laughs) listeners who are like oh that's cute it's because they're like well disney famously has the best churros like they (laughs) they get very upset And I had no idea about that before. I was. I didn't
1: either. What? I just thought it was like a really confusing shirt.
0: It's and by the way, and he looks so funny in it. Like his nose is full dick. Like full dick. Big old Pinocchio nose. DTF. I'm not here for the (laughs) churros. So I went to Lacoste, and they had. I'm going to grab it. Actually, it's so dorky. Wait, don't talk while I go. Talk while I go. Yeah,
1: sure. Uh, So Michelle said that she's super into. uh, She's like an outlet addiction. I have to say, I fill my cart up at Sur La Table and William Sonoma every Are you week talking? to the brim. I am I'm to it. the brim, and I usually don't end up buying anything. But I have purchased a few things that I definitely didn't need, and I don't okay, know I why it. I'm drawn to the kitchen stores. Michelle, you didn't miss anything. I, all I was, all I was, all I was said during that was that I also have a shopping addiction, but mine is oh. Williams Sonoma and Sur La I fill up my carts, and then I usually end up getting like one or no things. But In person I love, or online, online, and I do it every morning. Wait, and really? I usually, yeah, but I usually end up, I usually end up not buying anything, but I fill up the cart, and I don't even know why.
0: See, what's funny is one of the reasons I went to Riverhead was because there's a Williams Sonoma outlet there, and they have great. some good deals there. Yeah, yeah. So, I go to Lacoste and I want to show you this I thing that wait. I bought that at the time I thought was chic. Okay. Like, I try, it, was, it was really cheap. And I thought, you know, this is something, there's something cute about this. But you know that I inherently dislike Disney. So, the fact that I'd even buy this thing <laughs> is like truly where my mental illnesses, you know, join. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where I'm like, oh. I do. I can't explain it. It's just like, what? Like what? I'm not here for the truth. So it's a red and white. I'll show you the pattern. It's a red and white striped sweater.
1: Okay. Nice Cues. knit. It's
0: tight. Nice, tight knit. It's quite oversized. And then on the front <laughs> is this. And it's Mickey in a...
1: Headband. <laughs> in a headband. Or no, in a, like a sweatband. Like
0: a tennis sweatband.
1: Uh, but I'm going to be honest with you, Michelle. I actually think it's pretty cute. It's
0: cute, right? Because yeah. Because I told my friend Alison Libby about it, and she was just like, no. She was like, and then... <laughs> The back has the back of his head.
1: See ya. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. Oh, I know what I wanted to do. Thank you for looking at that. And thanks for telling me it's cute because I agree that it's cute.
1: I I actually think it is. And I actually even also think it's chic. But what I do admire about you you. also, Michelle, is that Mm -hmm. you are not above buying something somewhat expensive as a joke. Which I also appreciate. I've done that too. Totally.
0: Wait, what have you bought? I can tell you all my joke things.
1: Go. Well, I almost did something extraordinarily stupid where I I was just – so my lease was up on my car and I was like – you know what? I'm getting a fucking Cadillac because that will be hysterical. Wait, by the
0: way, and then, I almost got a Cadillac <laughs> not being funny. What? Wait, I love Cadillacs. Okay, keep talking. I'll I've never you into been it. in one. I've never
1: been in one. <gasps> My, I come from a caddy family. Okay, go on. I didn't know that. I yes. thought you came from a Lincoln family.
0: And Caddy, but keep talking. Okay. Keep
1: talking. Okay. No, so anyway, so like I went for the test drive and did all this <gasps> stuff. And then I was just like, I just was had to take a breath on it because I was like, I'm doing this because I think it's I think it's funny if I drive a Cadillac. I don't know why. It just is because it'd be just a little bit of like you're. Parents do that or something, it's you know? A
0: very I only drive old people cars, so it's a very old person car. Yes.
1: Exactly. I felt right at home in it, but I was just like, you know, this might be a little bit too much money for a joke. How much was it? Like 40? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I think it was exactly that, yeah. Well, also, if you want to get a card, now's a pretty good time to do it.
0: Well, that's what they're saying. Can I tell okay. you something? My dad has a Cadillac, I call it the Dadillac. It's a silver <sighs> sedan. Uh, it's like sporty. You really can't have anyone in the back. He, oh, it's, you you know, but it's, I love driving this car. It just, I'm comfortable in it. My dad always, my dad is short, but like he always buys cars that I can also drive. And thanks dad. If you're listening, I appreciate that. I love it. And I don't know if you know that I bought a little Lincoln SUV recently from Carvana and then it wasn't big enough for me. Like I felt very tight in it. So I sent it back, but now I'm like every, I like the Cadillac, the SUVs. Were you looking at a sedan or an SUV? Sedan. That is very daddy like. The SUVs right. are quite nice they're, and they're very sporty. But um, I should have
1: tried one.
0: They're very nice.
1: But Never then too late.
0: I rented a GMC Terrain. I
1: don't uh, even know. Is that, is it, is that an SUV? It's an
0: SUV. It's their, it's their small SUV, but it's still like the size of like the Titanic, but it's tiny. Right, right. And um, I, I've always associated a GMC. I call it like – I think I said this on the podcast recently, like a Home Depot car because it just feels like the kind of car like a guy with a Confederate flag will be like, I'm going to get my terrain. You go, Completely. I don't know, it feels and like – And it's just
1: – it's definitely something that no one on like the coast has ever even really said out loud.
0: No, no one's ever been like hopping my it's like Terrain. A,
1: you think of it as like a rancher's it's a car or something. It's a rancher yeah.
0: farm car. Yeah. And they gave it to me. It's a whole, I had a whole thing with the car. They gave it to me and I absolutely love it. And it's very posh inside. Leather, leather steering wheel, nice radio. It's really, really nice and very comfortable to drive. And I really like it. And I'm like, maybe as a joke, I'm air quoting, I'll get the GNC Terrain. But like really, right. I like it. And I think it's like scary to people on the road. Like when you're going fast, they get the fuck out of your way. You know, that's what I mean? great. Which I yeah. love. I love being like, no one's going to fuck with you. No, no, no.
1: Were you considering a car pre pandemic? Or is this all just because, like, you want to be getting going on little day trips and stuff like that now that we're in lockdown? It's or both. now
0: that, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's both. I, I, what do you drive now?
1: I drive a, I wouldn't recommend it. I drive a, like a hybrid oh. uh, BMW that, oh. that is just absolute trash. What's I color? wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it. It's silver or oh, okay. whatever. Yeah, if like silver. If it was
0: white, I would have a real problem
1: with it. No, so what I but then I'd be Vicky Gumbleson. Except it wouldn't be a hybrid. It would be a, you know, as she like a
0: full, like the G six or whatever that exactly. is. Exactly. Um, they should
1: really change Real Housewives of OC to Karen's.
0: It is that is the Karen, the most Karen
1: <laughs> I think it's the most unlikable. I watch it, but I think it's the yeah, most unlikable it. cast of all of them.
0: There's not well, I'll tell you this. I used to like Heather Dubrow. She's not on anymore though. No. Um and that was at – I watched Botched, by the way, this weekend, a show that I've never watched.
1: I've never seen it either.
0: Oh, it's so – it's a horrible show. What a horrible show. Yeah. Disgusting. is and it gross? It's like – well, the stories they get. I mean – like, kudos to the producers because there was a woman who came in. It will make you feel great about yourself. Like, even, you know, I always say I look like a big melted pillar of wax. And like, I was watching the show and I was like, well, I'm hot compared to like these freaks who come
1: right, in, you know? Right, right.
0: But they had a woman who was like, I have this stomach scar and her stomach was like very pooched and strange. And she goes, I had a huge cyst. You're going to shit. She goes, I had a huge cyst on my ovaries. And when I went in to get the surgery, they said, That's not a cyst. That was your twin good night it was her twin And
1: good luck that's fucking disgusting
0: can you believe i was like and she was like crying it was actually very sad she goes i've always felt really lonely (laughs) i was like should my doctor be looking for twins in my room yeah i think i have a twin i think (laughs) i had a tween can you check for tweens because i'm very lonely um it just felt like okay but then they did a beautiful job on her though they really made her look good Oh, good. Housewives has been unbearable for me, though. And I I just feel... I'm with you.
1: We need to
0: start creating shows together, Brian Safi.
1: I mean that. It's my dream. It's my dream to move to London and to start creating shows with you. That is like my ultimate dream.
0: Can we actually start a podcast, you and I, just hear me out, saying, hire us in London. Yeah. Like, let's start a podcast where every week we do different pitches for things we think would work in England.
1: Great. I think that's funny. And the thing is, is what people need to understand, and you know better than most. The great thing about British shows is they really run the gamut from super smart to horrible, like to the, gutter. The dumbest yeah.
0: gutter. We should have a show where we host a late night show in the gutter. Yeah. And we just pull, like it style, we pull all the sluts that like have fallen asleep on the road without shoes on downstairs. And then we interview them as they're like, their heads are like lolling back and forth. We have to go to break. Yeah, okay. Um, this is what we're going to do on our gutter show. Yeah. We've got to go to break, and then there's just, like, a British girl, like, with her teeth oh, out. Um. <laughs> no, we really do have to go to break. Uh, We're going to be back. Brian Safi, follow him. Literally the best person I know, the best Leo I know, and my mother's a Leo, uh, at Brian Safi on Instagram and on Twitter, and also you're on Fox 911. Yeah. You're an actor. Yeah. I call it Fox's 911, but it's really just called 911 on Fox.
1: Yeah. But I I think think it's fine either way.
0: I like saying Fox. I want, and um, we're going to be back with him just in a moment. And I want to read, I have a a thing I found on Twitter that I want your take on. So we'll be right back after this.
2: Forever. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. And that's the episode.
0: We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things call M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.